You know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look, best water on the planet. A man knows how to hydrate. You know, I drink, I drink about six bottles of water a day. Really? Great, man. I think the world to. should start drinking water. When you hear the words, water. when you hear the, when you hear that saying fountain of youth, I get it now. That's not mm. some old wives tale. That's mm-hmm. not, that's not some old myth. That's 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 literally the truth being spoken. Works from the inside out. The fountain of youth is water. Mm. You want to stay young? Keep feeding yourself water. Drink as much as you can every day. I don't know sure. what happened, man. I don't know what happened with us as as humans. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Soda. We just don't we don't Soda. hydrate. We don't hydrate. Well, we found I, other things, other things to drink, right? Yeah, and I fell victim to that. I was one of those guys that would drink. I always thought if it was wet, it had water. <laughs> it's got electrolytes. You know, when someone would go, when someone would go, when someone would go, oh man, you need eight glasses of water a day. I'm like, well, I had eight cups of Coke. <laughs> that's water. And then people would go, no, that's nothing but sugar. I'm like, no, it's not. It's this much sugar. If you put that much sugar in the bottom of the cu- of the cup and you fill it up with water, it fills the, the whole that it's water. That that was always my argument. It's not people like not no, Joe. That's a logical <laughs> argument, actually. It's wrong, but it's I used to makes- say that and then then I was like, hey, but I'm I'm not drinking Coke, I'm drinking Diet Coke. That's cool, right? Oh, yeah, that's a that's a bad take. <laughs> I'm all people I'm saying me. is don't tell me I'm drinking eight cups of sugar when it's, I don't even care how many, they say what, like 10 tablespoons of sugar per cup. All right. So I'll put 10 tablespoons of sugar inside that cup. That feels about, if I if my glass is this tall, it's that much sugar. You fill the rest with water. Now it's Coca-Cola. Guess what? <laughs> I just got a full glass of water. 80% just water. Happened to, just happened to have a little sugar in it. <laughs> that was always my thought process when I was a kid. But now I get it. I can't. I can't do that anymore. My body doesn't process sugar and, and milk and, and, and juices the way it used to. If I have a juice, I'll probably have one juice a day. But now I got to drink that water, man. I feel so much better. I feel cleaner. My face looks healthier. That's why when they say water is the fountain of youth, I get it now. I'm going to try. And you know what's crazy is my son has been doing that since day one. I, my son does not drink Coke. He really doesn't. It's, really? If, we go to, if we go to a fast food restaurant, he always asks for a bottle of water. I'm like, what kind of kid are you? <laughs> I always, man, back when I was a kid, super size was the best thing in the world. Uh-huh. If, you ordered, if you ordered a fast food a meal, you always said, if they go supersize, you're like, fuck yeah. Right. Or you would just say, or you would just say, you're like, supersize it, please. Supersize <laughs> that was an extra large fry and an extra large Coke. And the, and the Coke was uh, refills, free refills. Yeah. Bro. I finished the first Coke for sure. And got deep into the second extra large Coke. I would kill it, dude. Yeah. yeah then too. there was, I remember when the big gold came out. Then the oh, super big gulp, and then the super super big gulp. The super, I think AMPM had the super tanker. They called the it super tanker. What is four ounces of bliss? I remember <laughs> the cup got so big it came with a handle. Yes. <laughs> it's like it was a pack, like a tub. <laughs> it was a yeah, a big ass handle. I'm like, that's not even a drink anymore. It went from big gulp. Super big gulp, extra super big gulp, and then fucking flask. <laughs> or, or, or no, 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 no. It can't. Then it turned into 
that same thing that you would fill gas up when you pull, when you ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is that? A gas a container? <laughs> That's how they sold it to you. You're like, oh well, this uh, the super 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 big hole yeah. is also used for gas. If you run out of gas on the side of the road, you can use this as well. It comes with a funnel. <laughs> it came with a funnel. And then, and then 20 years later, they go, why is everybody obese and has diabetes? We don't get it. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something, uh, Trey. Yes, sir. I understand, being Filipino, why, why, why a, a particular group of people, all right, mm -hmm. when you come from poverty... I understand why diabetes is so significant in that particular group. It's black people, mm -hmm. Filipinos, you know, Filipinos, Latinos, Guamanians. Mm -hmm. When you're broke and you can't afford steak, bro, mm -hmm. throw some sugar on it. <laughs> if you can't buy a fancy steak, throw some sugar on it. Put That's some true. sugar on that. Put some sugar on the bread. Put sugar on the bananas. Put sugar, sugar on the on the chip. Put sugar on everything. When you are when you come from poverty, and you can't eat what the rich are eating, put some sugar on it. Nothing makes you feel richer than sugar and desserts. I'm sorry, bro. That's the truth. That's one hundred percent true. It's, it's so true. You give me the shitty pieces of meat, the shitty pieces of meat, put some sugar on it. <laughs> that, that, that meat just became better than a filet mignon. Fuck your filet mignon. Have you tried this sugar cured ham? This brown sugar bacon? How about some maple syrup beans, motherfucker? <laughs> It's true, man. It's true because what? What? What do you eat when you don't? You have ham hocks. You got, you got, you know, the shit meat. Yeah. Filipinos got shit sausages. What do they do? They put sugar in it. <laughs> Get some beans. Put some sugar. You know how boring beans are. Beans are boring. Let's be real. Put some sugar on it. That's yeah. a fucking party, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand why people from our mm -hmm. from our our what do i say from our group yeah <laughs> our you know what i mean our group black yeah. people latinos right. asian not so much not all asians like sweets but like philippi like the spanish ones like guamanians and and, mm -hmm. and filipinos dude that sugar bro is a very big part of our 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 life our, our food like jesus man if it's in not sour it's sweet in fact I used to think that if you only drank water, I thought the poorer you were, the less sugar you drank. So like if if you I drank told you. just water or if you drank juice, that like real juice. Yep. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get some sugar in there. You gotta get you gotta some get sugar, bro. You gotta get some Fanta. You gotta get some grape soda. You gotta, you gotta get something that has a sugar because that means that you are living high on the high. bro. When I was, when I was a, a kid uh, in our family, we we did uh, on, on the weekends. Our, our tradition was pitchers of Kool Aid, cherry Kool Aid or grape Kool Aid, pretty much, right? The, where we did the powder, right? Yeah. And then my dad would take it was just the flavor powder though. And then my dad would take like jars of pure cane sugar and just dump it in the fucking. Uh, pitcher and then stir that shit up and it was so sweet and we would drink it all weekend and just go fucking wild <laughs> yeah my my mom would buy the i know what you're talking about they came in little packs like this yeah little paper packets like it's taco powder kind of pack and then it was it was uh they were like 20 cents a package or some shit <laughs> yeah, it was nothing and your mom and my mom would be like get as many flavors as you want bro <laughs> cherry cherry grape I remember we'd grab so many. We were like, fuck it. Grab orange. We never drank that shit. Never drink it. But you have it. I stand by. 
Lime, I liked lime. Lime's a good one. Lime, yeah. Dude. Sometimes they get some weird ones like raspberry. Blue raspberry was one for a while. That I thought lemonade. Weird. I think lemonade was the best one out of all the packages. I think all the other ones taste like some other. It it tastes like what a color was supposed to taste like. It didn't taste. <laughs> it tastes like red. Yeah, grape <laughs> did not. Grape tastes like purple. Cherry tastes like red. You know, what I mean? lime. Even lime didn't really taste like lime. Lemonade was the only one that tastes like lemonade. And you get really yeah. fancy, take the grape and you take the lemonade and you take both the packets and you line them up and then you tear them both open at the same time and yeah. pour them both in the pitcher. What? Yeah. I got one for you. I got one for you, Dre. You ready for this? My mom would buy the little, little packets that, that were unflavored. You had to add sugar. But you ever go to your friend's house and they had the packet with the sugar in it already? What? They were middle class. I'm like, who the fuck are you to buy a bag of Kool-Aid sugar? You remember it was a fatter pack? Oh, yeah. Big, like, jar thing. I was like, yo, who is this guy? Yeah. He's like, nah, man, you just add it, and then you add water, and then it's Kool-Aid. I'm like, yeah, like fuck you, bro. I don't do that. <laughs> Next thing you're going to show me, you have country time lemonade. Oh, bro, shit. one time, I remember one time my mom made lemonade and we were out of white cane sugar and she put brown sugar in it. This shit looked like tea. <laughs> and she said, it's the same thing. I'm like, no, it's not. It tastes like lemons with brown sugar in it. Honey, right. Right. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's sugar. No, it's not. It's fucking dirty ass lemonade. Brown sugar. Drove me crazy, bro. Those were those times. That's yeah. why I, I finally, I was watching this, this show on Netflix. I'm loving these shows, man. I'm loving all these competition shows. If you're, uh, you know, if you're home during these times that we're living in, watch some of these competition shows, man. I don't know what it is, but I've been crying a lot. But I, they, right now I'm watching, I don't know what it is, Smoke Masters or something, Barbecue Pit Masters or whatever, right? And one of the judges' names... Is Bloodsoe. Have you heard of him, Trey? Mm -mm, no. Bloodsoe started his, his barbecue business in Compton, California. Hood Hood in the mm. 90s. This barbecue so good, it won so many awards. This guy's like the number one pit master. I had no idea we had some cat in Compton that was running things in the barbecue game. You know, when you think of barbecue, you think of Texas, yeah. Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Shoot, you even go over to St. Louis for some barbecue, Memphis, right? Memphis, St. Louis, yeah. Memphis, right? Yeah. Compton. Compton. It's dope. Bro. Bro, guess what I did? I pressed stop on that show, and I went to Bloodsoe's. <laughs> no way. And I've I spent a hundred and what $125 on ribs. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. This is the best ribs I ever had, man. Really? <laughs> this is the best ribs, best sides I've ever, ever had. Oh, shit. Yeah. This guy is amazing. Bloodsoe, B-L-E-D-S-O-E, -E, from Compton, California. Okay. Best pit master. I've, I'm telling you, bro, and I've been to Texas. I've been to the Salt Lick. I've been to all kinds of places down south. And yeah. I always thought that barbecue was always, like, untouchable. Okay? Guess what? Guess what, Dre? What's up? Some dude in Compton, California, changed the game. I want everyone to watch this show. He's one of the judges, but I'm telling you, man, we, I, I tried that barbecue, and I'm like, there is an art to this. <laughs> There's, these guys are no joke. They're not just throwing you know, coal in, in, into a drum and just smoking shit. There's an art, maintaining the smoke, maintaining the heat, Making your own barbecue sauce from scratch, your own rubs, secret rubs that they've gotten from generation to generation to generation. Like, dude, but you know what else? 
You know what else? Oh. Lots of sugar. <laughs> Dre, yeah. everything was sweet, bro. Everything. <laughs> the beans were sweet. The cornbread <laughs> was sweet. The butter was, I guess it was called sugar butter. I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> and you know what? I loved it. I mean, it goes back to your, your previous point, man. I mean, if yep. these are bad to mediocre, just put some sugar on it and it, it fixes I'm telling everything. you. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's something about sweets that just, oh, it, it is the cure of all, man. If you're depressed, man, a cake will solve your problems. A cake will listen to you. <laughs> a cake will listen to you, bro. German chocolate is my is my my crutch, mm. right? Not too many. And this is what I love about my my particular cake. I love German chocolate pecan. I think it comes with pecans in it. All right, just hear me out. I've been loving German chocolate pecan since I was six years old. If you ever buy me a birthday cake, buy me German chocolate. I will love you. I don't know what it is. It's been something that I've always loved since I was. Five, four. I don't know how old I was. But you know what I always notice, Andre? What's that? When kids came to my birthday, Brian, no one wanted a slice of cake because they fucking hated my cake. <laughs> they didn't like German chocolate? <laughs> they weren't sophisticated it, enough. <laughs> no, German chocolate had coconut in it. Yeah. Mm, and mm -hmm. it has pecans. It has nuts. Mm. Kids don't like that bullshit. They want right. confetti. Right. They want vanilla. They, want they just cream. want chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, I always noticed that. Mine was always the cake that no one touched, but I loved it. Hey, Joe, who, yes. who, who first made a German chocolate cake for you? I think my mom. Your mom. And I, I think she made it for herself. <laughs> I'm not even Joe. You know how selfish Filipino moms are? It's like my birthday, but she, she made her cake. <laughs> and they wrote, how the fuck are you going to write happy birthday in blue frosting? On top of a brown ass cake <laughs> with coconut frosting, and then and then in thin blue lines, "Happy Birthday, Joseph!" Like, you know, unappealing. No one wants to eat that shit. And then I ate it, and I just got used to it. And then next thing you know, I love it. Like, I can't get enough. I I will if if I go to the bakery and they have German chocolate cake, I will buy a slice. Like, it's it's the weirdest thing. Crazy. It's, it's the really? least favorite cake, but yet it's my favorite. The reason I asked that is because when I was a kid, I didn't like German chocolate cake. But as I got older, because yep. it, it was tied to my grandmother, I, I think I, I started to like it more. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it kind of gave me that feeling of home. German chocolate cake is a baby boomer cake. It was mm. probably discovered in Germany during World War II by some soldier. And he brought that shit back to the States. No one fucking liked it. But then it grew on you. Because it was sweet. <laughs> sweet as fuck, actually. It's sweet as fuck. There ain't no <laughs> frosting like German chocolate product. But I'm telling you, that's it's weird. You're very you're very right. Your grandma inspired you for that. It's a baby boomer thing. It, it came probably in the 40s or some shit. I don't know. Do the research, whatever. But <laughs> everyone that's old as shit loves the German chocolate cake, and then mm. me. <laughs> <laughs> But I swear to God, every birthday, man, my mom had to get two cakes because the kids would be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Who brought that? That's me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I didn't like nuts uh, on cake when I was a little kid when I was that age. I'm just realizing now either. It wasn't until I turned into like a teenager that I started to like peanuts and, and shit in, in, in desserts. And now I love it. 
Yeah. I, I, I will I will argue on that. I'll, I'll argue on that one, Brian, because I still don't like nuts in in certain desserts. Like I hate peanuts. I love okay. peanut butter. You like but pecans, like, but not peanuts. Nope. I hate pecans too. But for some reason, I love it in my German chocolate. I hate walnuts. I hate all that shit. Okay. Damn. I, I'm, I'm supposed to like macadamia nuts. You are genetically, I believe. Genetically, I'm supposed to eat macadamia <laughs> you're nuts. You're towards macadamia nuts. <laughs> Don't like them? No. Them. Huh. Get out. I'll eat macadamia nuts if you put a flavor on it. You're going to get your key to Hawaii revoked. You got to be careful. CMH. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, that's just not this. I don't, I can't eat a nut. If it's a, if you're, if you're baking something, don't put a, don't put a nut in there. Okay. If you're making a cookie, don't, it's like, who the fuck put a, like you ever eat a delicious cookie and then all of a sudden there's a fucking walnut in there? Love it. Who put that in? You do? I do. I love it. I love a chocolate chip cookie with walnuts in it. With walnuts? Turn yes. your camera off. Bye, everybody. No one likes you. <laughs> That's the most disgusting. He turned it off. That's a nice picture, by the way. That Thank was you. a cool picture. Your black yeah, and white was amazing. We took um, it on your, on your show. We were at the studio. Oh, yeah. Um, no. Walnuts are disgusting. Why would you put that in a chocolate chip cookie? Gross. Um, it's like, what are you? Uh, what are you? A beaver? What, what are you eating? <laughs> I have no regrets. Like, why are you eating? It tastes like wood. It's, it's just flavorless. It's in the way. It's it has no purpose. I don't know. It's just I don't, ugh. it's just like it's just like there's certain things that don't belong on delicious food items and they're just there to fuck things up like like a black olive why are you on my pizza get out of here hold on wait a minute wait hold oh, on no here we go what what the olive, what are you gonna say the olive is are gross the, is the gr <laughs> the grape of the mediterranean thank you i love yeah. every kind of olive yes. every kind black kalamata green Pitted, no pit, Alamata. pimenta, all of them. Love olives. There's not an olive I don't like. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, both of you. I hate both of you. You know what you guys are? You guys are the ones that go to a pizza party and go, hey, can you put olives on that? And everyone's like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> when you say, can I put olives on my pizza? You know what you're basically saying? Can I have my own pizza? <laughs> yeah, you're on to me. <laughs> no one you're, you're wants olives it. on their pizza. Olives to me is that annoying guy that comes to your party and fucks it up for everybody. Everybody's there having a good time. Cheese, tomato sauce, bread. They're all just in the oven having a good ass time. And then all of a sudden, here comes olives like, hey, dude. Hey. <laughs> hey, you guys. Uh, hey, you guys like meth? <laughs> Hey, you guys like meth and like cheese and tomato sauce? Like, what the fuck? No, bro. It ain't that kind of party, man. We're just like hanging out. Yeah, but you guys should try meth, man. Also, I invited my friend Anchovy. Hey, you guys, you try meth. <laughs> Pepperoni's like, who the fuck invited this guy? And everyone's like, nobody. No, no. I just saw the door was slightly open. <laughs> you, guys, you guys like meth? You guys like meth? You guys like meth? <laughs> And pepperoni, pepperoni, cheese, and tomato sauce have no idea what to fucking do, man. They're just there. You ever look at a pepperoni and cheese uh, pizza and there's olives on it? Look at the pepperoni, how depressed it is. It's just laying it. <laughs> and it's just this fucking olive on top of it, just fucking up that that delicious flavor of that pepperoni possesses. Just it's like black, it's like black olives. Like, hey, 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 you like math? And it's just on top of the. You like math? I hate olives. Ugh. And people I like to put it on everything. They put it on a fucking salad. Put it on a piece. What are you doing? Walnuts and olives and salad. That's my disgusting. That's my shit. I hate licorice. I hate licorice. I'm, I, on, I like your, I'm on your side there. I don't like black licorice, but I do like licorice. I like no kind of licorice. 
I don't understand. Licorice candy was invented for poor people in the 20s. Was it? I, I don't know. I just made that up. But look, <laughs> got me. I believe That's that. It. I feel like it was a candy that was made by like the local blacksmith. People were using it as belts to hold their like, pants like, up. Like, like it was like a blacksmith was making some shoes for a horse. And it was like some kind of glue that they would give the horse, you know what I mean? Yeah. To preoccupy it while they're hammering the, the, the shoe onto the uh, horse's foot. They're like, here, here. <laughs> it's just, it's fucking eating licorice. Right. And then one day the fucking, the blacksmith tried it. And was like, oh God, oh, what the fuck? And then a little kid came in. What is it? Let me try it. Here, try it. Like, oh, it's, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then that kid didn't bother him for a couple hours. And he's like, I'm onto something. <laughs> you know, all we yeah, got to do is put some sugar on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. You put some sugar on it. Oh, oh it's, it's just, just like the kid would go, it's disgustingly good, dad. It's disgustingly good, dad. Thank you for the licorice stick that you feed the horses. <laughs> just put a little... Put a little sugar on it and it's deliciously good. It's 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 somewhat satisfying. It's a it's time consuming. It's like the worst compliments. <laughs> it's everything but it's everything but delicious. Oh, it's a, oh, 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 it's a, it's it's making my uh, my my palate numb. I don't know. Time consuming. <laughs> it's making my it's making my teeth stick like never. Oh, this is different. <laughs> it's never, it's not even a delicious or yummy, nothing like that. Yeah. And you notice that black and red licorice, they like could not be more different. Like they're only similar in texture. Right. They don't taste similar at all. They're both yeah. totally gross. They just have that weird sticky, tacky, stringy rubber I love, thing. I love red vines, man. I had a, I had a whole Ugh. pack of red vines. Yeah, yeah, you're just eating. All you're eating is like something from a factory. It's like loose rubber. This is this is a red vine. This is a red vine. It's Beats by Dre. If you put headphones at the end of a red vine, you got Beats by Dre. It's fucking gross. You're just eating rubber. That's it. You're eating something that Willy Wonka made for fun. It's it's not even. That's not even real candy. What the fuck are you eating? Red vine? It's gross. I hate it. When people buy red vines at a fucking movie theater and they go, "Hey, you want some?" No, no, no one wants that. I why didn't you get? Why didn't you get snow caps? Why didn't you get Reese's? Why didn't you get? Uh, uh, why didn't you get a fucking? Why didn't you get a bag of popcorn? Snickers, M and M's. I mean, the why, list goes why, on. Reese's. Why didn't you get a, a Toll House ice cream bar? I will you say, when somebody red vine, you got red vines for five dollars. You fucking selfish asshole. <laughs> <laughs> go watch your movie on your own. Go sit at the end of the aisle. No one wants to sit by you in your bag of nothing. Crinkly bag. No one wants a, a square bag. Who has a square bag? What the fuck is that? Get the fuck out of here. That smell wafts out of it. That like oh, weird strawberry God. Thing. Yeah. Uh, it smells like a uh, new car. No candy should smell like new car. <laughs> the fuck did you buy a, a Hyundai? You buy a Hyundai? <laughs> It smells like a new car. What is that? <laughs> That's old people candy, bro. I, I love it, man. But if you offer Ugh. Twizzler, I'm going to be like, get the fuck out of my face. Twizzler is the, the same, same thing. thing. Oh, no, it is not. Definitely not. Definitely. I don't know, man. Licorice is disgusting. Red vines, Twizzlers. I don't give a fuck. It's all I, gross. I didn't even know there were two different things until you just said. Twizzlers. I thought red vines and Twizzlers were the same thing. This is the difference. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no difference. He doesn't even know the difference. There's a huge difference. No. Describe no. the difference, please, Dre. Like the NFL and the CFL. No, no, no. What's the difference in flavor? There is no difference. Twizzlers more rubbery. <laughs> hey, 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 Dre. I hate to, I hate to break the news. They're both made out of rubber. <laughs> You're eating rubber candy. You know what black licorice is? Weird straw thing where like you could literally like suck something out of it. Like it's a straw, I, right? I have as a kid. Yeah. Bite so both gross. Bite uh, both straw. Use it as a straw. That's gross. And drink soda. It reminds me of like the old airline headphones, you know, that were just a tube. <laughs> and like the sound would pipe through the air into your ears. Yeah. It's gross, man. That's all. You know what? You know what black licorice was? What's that? Tires. Black, black, black licorice 
is what they use uh, medics used to carry during the war. And if someone got shot and they knew that they were about to die, they would stick that in their mouth. Like, here you go, man. Just a little, <laughs> and, oh, oh, that's keeping my mind off of me bleeding out and dying. Thank you so much. Oh. And then the med- medic would be like, but what does it taste like? And he'd be like, oh, like my time is almost up. Like they, the like compliments. <laughs> oh, oh God. It doesn't taste like death. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it sure beats dying. <laughs> oh, See, thank I, you, I medic. Thank you, medic. <laughs> can I get some? Can Liquid. I get some morphine? Can I get some morphine? No, no, no. Here, here. No, here's no, some. No. Here's some Mike and Ikes. Oh, oh. Think about thank this you. instead of your impending demise. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Blood squirting out of his neck. I see oh. a light. I see oh. a light. Oh, that's what that's what that's what licorice was made for. I, I will tell was... you this. I will. I will tell you this. There's only one way I like licorice. You ready? Yeah. You guys ready for this? Let's hear it. Coca Cola. Drop the mic. Hmm? Coca Cola's flavor is black licorice. It's black licorice no. flavored soda. No, 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 no. Don't do this. Yeah. To me. No, yeah. Like that. He doesn't yes, like that. Brian. Don't, yes. don't do this to me. Grab a Coke can. Everyone listening right now, grab a Coke can and look at the flavoring. It says flavor, black licorice. Yeah, Brian. It's Hold. an Italian soda with black licorice flavoring. How many that's cans? The, that's many the cans flavor of, of soda. Today, Brian. Huh? I said, how many cans of, of black licorice has Brian had today? A couple. <laughs> well, Enjoy your fucking licorice, you right. hypocrite. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get a can. I'll be right back. Yeah, go get a can. So funny. I don't mean to say anything mean, but Brian looks like he drinks Coke. Tons. <laughs> <laughs> that whole time Brian was drinking water, it looked like he wanted to vomit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here he comes. Here he comes. Brian. Brian. I just Died. told everyone, I just told everyone, I go, Brian looks like he drinks Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian looks like, because when you were drinking your water, you look like you were gagging, like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> needs flavor now. I drink about three Diet Cokes a day. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Read the back of that can and tell me the flavor. <sighs> All right. Well, you, am I looking at the uh, ingredients here? Hey, uh, Brian, just look for the word licorice and say it. <laughs> Carbonated water, caramel color, aspartame, phosphoric acid, potassium benzoate, natural flavors, citric acid, caffeine. Not on here. That's because that's Diet Coke. Okay. You need regular Coke. Where is it? I don't have a regular <laughs> First of all, you need to on. stop drinking Diet Coke. It has know, aspartame in it. I know. Everybody tells me that. Yeah, and then and then what's the sweetener? Uh, I don't know. Is it aspartame? Isn't that the sweetener? That is the sweetener, right? Aspartame is the sweetener. You want to know what aspartame was? Want me to tell you? And I don't want any interruptions when I'm telling you. I need you to really listen, Brian. I'm listening. Because Dre doesn't drink aspartame, right? Dre, you don't drink it. All right, I'm going to tell you what aspartame was, Brian. I want you to really listen. You ready? Yes. Back in the fifties. There was this overwhelming rat population in New York City. And in this chemical lab, they were like, we need to invent something that we can spread around the city to kill these rats. So they started coming up with all these chemicals, right? And they started coming out like white powder. They're going to just lay white powder all across the city. One of the scientists was like, God, that looks like sugar. And he tried it. Just like, like that. And guess what? It was sweet. It was sweet. And he was like, holy shit. How much of this can we consume to where it won't kill us? And they figured it out. Just a little pink pack of that shit. And you're fine. (laughs) And that's how that shit was discovered. (laughs) It's from the same factory that rat poison's made from. Did you know that? 
No, I did not know that. Did you know? Did you know this? What's that brand that has the checkerboards and it's uh, dogs eat it? Uh, Purina. Uh, Purina. Did you know Purina? Did you know Purina also uses the same factory to make cereals? Really? What? Gross. Bro, these, these factories, these factories, they're multifunctional. They'll make rat poison and then they'll make supplement sugars. <laughs> they'll make, they'll make cereals and then they'll make they'll puppy make dog chow. Then they'll make crystal light. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Purina. Purina will make dog food and then they'll make cereal for humans. Bro, I don't trust any of these factories. <laughs> That's what rat poison is. Rat poison is aspartame. Put that sweet and low around your house and see if you can. Well, if you have rat, I don't have rats, but if you have a rat, put some fucking sweet and low on the ground. <laughs> Watch that rat eat that goddamn sweet and low. Dead. Brian, you didn't know this was an intervention, did you? <laughs> no, I did not. No, I did not. <clears throat> now, before I get sued by any of these companies, yes, I am making this whole thing up. <laughs> God damn it, I believed him. I you did? I believed him. No, you did it. Oh, my God. It did? I'm ashamed. Did it sound believable? That. It was, it I, I'm ashamed to say that I consider myself dubious generally and skeptical, and I believed you in this one circumstance. Wow. Well, I got you. Yeah. And Which, I will way, say this. Oh, go ahead, Dre. Which, by the way, is probably even scarier because um, that means you, do, you have no idea what you're putting in your body. I have no idea what it is. No. I have <laughs> heard have no so idea. many different stories from so many different people. Because if my, you hold a Diet Coke, people think – they, they have a free license to just treat you like a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I will say this. I don't think I'm that far off, Trey. You're probably not. It sounds pretty accurate, actually. I'd like to take my finger and try it in some little rat poison. Motherfucker, that's sweet and low. I guarantee it. scenario i saw something on instagram where the flight attendant basically gave his last speech for the airline i don't know maybe they merged maybe they sold maybe it wasn't united airlines whatever the case may be all right i've been noticing in a lot of these big companies like that customer service is low very low i fly a lot right i fly a lot a lot but i'm noticing that these companies are using a lot of computers and robots to help them. And what I mean by that is the kiosk, the customer mm -hmm. service kiosk. Mm -hmm. And the employees are actually using them to their advantage. Why? Because it's less work for them, right? Mm -hmm. It's less work for a customer to walk up and go, hey, I just missed my flight. I really need help. Okay, just go to that kiosk and that kiosk will help you. Or, hey, uh, when's the next flight? Or, hey, can I check my back? Uh, that, 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 that. Go over to that kiosk and uh, it'll take care of you. And then come over here and uh, we'll check the back. Whatever it is, they always divert the attention, right? And I've noticed a lot when I'm like, sometimes you don't have time to go through the kiosk. It's a hassle. And there's customers out there that still don't understand it. I mean, I do my, my pod every week. I still don't know how to turn this fucking camera on. <laughs> There's still customers that like to be one-on-one -on -one with an agent, a human, yeah. okay? Yeah. And when you keep pushing them away and getting them to be used to that type of service, guess what, you guys? There's no more use for you. Jobs go bye-bye. There's no more use for you. So you can keep being pushy and rude when a customer walks up for help and you can just be rude and go, uh, yeah, just go to that kiosk over there. Keep doing that because what you're doing is you're training customers to no longer go to you. And once you do that, then the airlines and the corporations realize that they don't have to get health insurance for a kiosk. Right. They don't have to pay a kiosk overtime. Yeah. They don't have to worry about uh, 
taking care of their kids when something happens to you, uh, 401k, kiosk just needs to be plugged into the goddamn wall. So yeah. keep doing it, you guys. Keep doing it. Ralph's, Safeway, Kroger's, Costco, whatever it is, where you have the self-checkout uh, lines. You remember back in the day when I was a kid, I used to love waiting in line and watching the watch the 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 guy at the register, or the lady at the register, the clerk scan your product. You know what I mean? And then bag yeah. it like it was an art. Like you see a team go at it. You see the the clerk going checking the food and knowing all the meats and the produce codes and, and just <laughs> you, you you get excited when you had a full cart and watch them just go at it. It's a bad now, trend. Now, now they're telling you to go check out yourself. And by the way, mm -hmm. check out, and we're also going to charge you for bags. Even though we're working, we're going to, we also want to charge you for bags. And, and we're not really going to help you. And when we do help, we're going to be rude about it. I don't mind doing it, but I'm just saying, you keep sending me over to that self-checkout line. These big corporations are going to realize that we don't need you anymore. So keep being rude to these customers. I think they've already realized that and they're just waiting for the technology to catch up. Yeah, but why? Why are you doing that? Why? You know, well, the, I think sometimes your, they're being told they have to. I don't think they're always so happy about it. I to be rude? Well, to be rude, Brian, that's a difference. There's a difference. If you still maintain good customer service and quality, the customers will vouch for you. Customers will be like, yo, fuck those machines. Where's Becky at? Where's Steve? But when Steve and Becky are like, no, go to the kiosk and don't want to help you, mm -hmm. uh, you need to wait over there. Uh, we don't watch what happens. Yeah. Your customers aren't going to vouch for you. And, and guess what? You're going to be out of a job. Now we're out of jobs over at the grocery stores. We're out of jobs at the airlines. Uh, and now you notice over at uh, in restaurants, I've noticed that waiters are starting to be a little laid back because they got the little, the little iPads yeah. on the counters now where you can buy your food. You can pick out your food charge your food, but you still want a tip for what? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing I worse than the new thing of when you're going to a place where it's just basically a retail establishment and they have a line for the tip. And it's like, I want I you walked up to the counter. Like why do you have a line for a tip here? If I don't put something here, that's I two do. different things yeah, though. Sure. That's dude. I, I get what you're saying. I get that. But, but, you're talking like a fast food or some like, like one of those restaurants where you walk up and pay and then you sit down and get your food. I get that. You, you, you walked into that and you're, I get that, but I'm talking about a full fledged restaurant. Like Olive Garden has an iPad now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, 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 you type in your food, what you want, you type in your drinks and then some guy just runs it out to you. I, right. I, the whole thing about in a restaurant experience is, is, is you're paying for that, 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 yeah, that service, man. How are you? Can I suggest yeah. a wine? Do you want dessert? Hey, I got this recommendation, blah, blah, blah. Yo, we want to feel that because I'm paying for the experience. But once you get rid of that, guess what? You guys, we don't need waiters at Olive Garden anymore. We don't need it. The iPad took it over. So keep being rude, you guys. I'm telling you, I keep, I keep stressing this. The more you get rude, the more the customers are going to be in favor. We're going to be in favor of the iPads and the kiosks, and you're going to lose jobs. Watch what happens when you start lo losing jobs. What, what happens next, you guys? I will say the automation of the service industry is bad for all of us because it just <clears throat> keeps pulling us farther apart and reducing your yeah. connection to the people in your life. You know what I yeah. mean? It's good to have conversations with people that aren't in your immediate family or fucking roommates. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we exactly. have to be able to communicate and talk to people. That's why I liked living in New York a, a lot. A lot of what, what I appreciated about living there was you actually talked to other people a lot more than you do in LA. You just kind mm -hmm. of like are in your own thing here. Yeah. And it's bad for us to be that. Well, and, then, and then also, also the, um, the machine doesn't have the ability to, to, uh, to discern like when it when it when it when you're having an issue as a customer mm -hmm. you want to have that interaction where like i i know that this issue is going to be taken care of because there's empathy there a the judgment call yeah. can be made <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah it's just like it's just like uh machines giving traffic tickets or something like you know if you run a red light and they take a picture of you or whatever like that, I don't think that should be happening either. I think a human being should be making that determination and be able to determine extenuating circumstances.
circumstances so that it's not just sure. automatic. It just feels very weird to me. Dystopia. Yep. I, I feel bad, <clears throat> but then I don't feel bad, you know, because there are great customers and there are great flight attendants. My dad is badass. My dad is old school. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dad, my dad, believe, and I've always been that way. When I get a job, dude, I am you, I am the best customer service guy out there. I entertain. I like to talk. I do, man. It's I true. really do. It's yeah. true. So when I don't get that kind of service, it really is like, I don't get it. Like, mm. bro, your, your job has the title customer service. You service the <laughs> yeah. customer. And then, you, and then you want some type of tip for your service. You need to work for that tip. That's not expected. Yeah. I'm not your employer. I, I, it doesn't say Joe Olive Garden. A, a tip is a tip is customary, yeah. which means the customer gives it to you depending on your service. Yeah. So for you to expect it, and we live in Hollywood where they they people just expect it. You know, twenty percent. Well, oh, it's that's what you're saying. It's mandatory. No, man. No, I can walk out of here and never and come back. Even if if it's a job that you don't want to be at, you're there either way. Yep. You might as well make it an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Whatever happened, Andre, and I don't know if I'm beating a, a dead horse here, but whatever happened to the excitement that you had when you were desperate for a job, when you mm -hmm. were out there filling out a thousand applications and handing them in and sitting by your phone, just waiting, like, come on, man, someone call me. Where is that sense of urgency? Where is that, where is that, 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 you know, that where is it? Where is it where you needed it so bad that you were willing to do whatever? When you did that interview, you're like, I will be the best, da-da-da, da-da-da. And then you get it, and then it's gone. Because you're secure, you're comfortable now, you don't have it anymore. I don't get it, man. Like, I, I've never been that way. A job is very valuable to me. It puts food on the table. It, it puts clothes on my son's back. And I respect the employer that's given me that opportunity to do that. Get, no one owes you shit. When you work at a shoe store, no one owes you shit. That was a that was a, a gift from that that company for you to be there and sell. That's all that you could have said no at the interview, man. The shoe company didn't knock on your door and go, "Hey, man, you need to work for Frederick Shoes today." Come on. Imagine, imagine if they did though. And you're like, "I'm in a dead <laughs> sleep. What are you talking about? I don't give I'm a good. fuck." I'm we're selling shoes and we need you right now. Like no one did that. Nobody forced you, you to be there. You got up, you took the time to fill out the application and you went up to whoever was working that day and went, please make sure the manager gets this. I, I please. Right. What happened to that? We lose that a lot now. Yeah, you know? no, I think you're right. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's just a matter of getting comfortable in, in your position and, and uh, maybe, just resenting it a little it's weird because it's like you chose to be there like you, you're absolutely right you chose to be there and you then chose now to you be there like you have to be there and you yeah. don't have to you don't you have, have to be anywhere yeah you don't have to be anywhere yeah. if you hate your job leave if you're listening to this podcast right now don't take it out on the customers it's not their fault and the more you do that and the more you you take it on the customers, you will eventually lose your jobs because they're going to try and find a different replacement. They, they will find a new replacement. There's there, These corporate, these billionaires are trying so hard to find a way to not spend money on humans. Believe me. Just watch. Watch what happens with Amazon when they, when they can just get a warehouse with a bunch of robots grabbing your packages. It'll work for a let. Well, one, it will work for free. <laughs> well, I think it they're going to do that whether or not people are nice. <laughs> I think Amazon is definitely looking to fucking automate as much as they fucking can. I'm just saying, yeah. Brian, yeah, I get it. Yes, that they are looking for that. But there is a way for you to stop that movement by providing good customer service because the customers will vouch for you. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm on your team. And when I find out that they're going to replace restaurants with robots, I will be the first one to be like, nah, man, I love experience. And I love these, I love these waiters and they need jobs and look what they do. They yeah. make me feel me good too. when I go out. But if you keep treating me like shit, when I go, 
Guess yeah. what? I'm going to be the front of the line going, yo, replace these motherfuckers with robots. That's where Johnny number five at. Yeah, where's Johnny number five, bro? Where's Wally? I want Wally. Fuck make, these guys. Fuck them all. Replace these motherfuckers with robots. <laughs> Serious. I hope you guys are listening. It's very true. They're already doing it at McDonald's, man. I've been to some McDonald's where you order on a, a touchscreen and they have a line of touchscreens and you literally walk up and grab your food, man. Bro, nothing worse than, than that particular outlet for jobs to go robotic and go digital. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that need that kind of a job. There's people out there that are, you know, that, that come up in unfortunate situations and they need a job like that right away, just something right away. Well, guess what? It's not going to be there anymore. Yeah, it's not. That's true. Don't take that for advantage. Take that, take advantage of that. Yo, man, I'm telling you, it, I, I feel sorry for, but I see it. It's happening, man. I was, I went and got, you know, I told you to get, I went and got blood cells yesterday, uh, Dre. And guess what? I saw pull up to the damn door, a fucking, uh, what is it called? Not DoorDash, but the other one, the other company, what's it called? Postmates, seamless. Um, a post, a, a Postmates robot. Yeah. Pulled what? up with, yeah, a Postmates robot on La Brea pulled up to blood cells. I got it on videotape. I posted it on there IG. There was a robot driving. No, <laughs> no, Brian. It's 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 a robot. It, it it's a big square with four wheels, four headlights, a, a top camera. And then mm -hmm. the guy from Bloodsoes opened it up and stuck the order in there, <laughs> locked it up, and it went and delivered. And and you know what's crazy is a bike was riding towards it, and this Postmates robot saw the bike and moved out of its way real quick. Oh my God, that's crazy! And you know what that means, man? You know what that means? Yeah. No more jobs. They have those on uh, college campuses at my daughter's college. They they have those all over the place. They're yep. all over. Yeah. Wow! So there's program. one job. Guess what? The delivery man's gone. Right. And I know when you say that, you're kind of like, okay, so it's a delivery man job. No, it's a job. No, it's bad. That's it's a, bad. It's and it's a, a very important job. Work. There's people There's people that retire as delivery men because yeah. they make a lot of money on tips. And they and they, you know there's that one badass dude at, at Domino's that you can he can deliver the shit out of pizzas, man. Making 50, 60 bucks a night. Add it up. I'm just being real, man. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but there's people out there that that count on those jobs, and yeah. and it's the ones with bad ass. I know I'm on little a little bit long of a that. rant. I'm I'm a little bit on a rant right now, but you know, did I, somebody I, uh was this a, was there an experience you had recently that uh, yeah I was at a sushi I was at a ramen restaurant, and the girl serving me, oh Dre, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, Jay, Dre, you were sitting right next to me. Yep. As if she was yep. the busiest person on the planet, mm. not even busy. Right. Yeah. It's a pandemic, man. We're six feet apart. You're not even at capacity. Right. We're in a patio with seven tables. Bitch, say hi. <laughs> say hi, bitch. Well, what's funny is she goes... Oh, I'm sorry. I got a whole lot on my mind. I got a whole lot on my mind. What's on your mind, bitch, other than this pandemic? <laughs> you know what should be on your mind? This customer right here. Because I, and I'm saying this to the world right now, I'm a huge tipper. If you got a 20% tip from me, that means you fucking suck. <laughs> and I'm being very honest, man. That's you true, can ask true. my son. You can ask Dre. I, bro, I live, hey, I've, I've, I'm in a position now where I can do shit like that. And yeah. I love it. And I love mm -hmm. that I can do that. And I know I can make someone's day. I can. Yeah, man. You and, 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 really and it, good and it, Yeah, man. And I've I seen you seen it. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, oh yeah, Brian, you see me. And look, up. I don't tell yes. I don't tell I don't tell people that. I don't walk around going, yo, I'm big. No, you don't. I don't do that. I don't. But I'm I just justify. doing it for the sake. I'm just did. doing it for the I'm doing it for the sake of this podcast. And the reason why I'm saying this, Dre, is because her opportunity was wasted. Mm -hmm. She had a moment. She had a moment and she had a decision to make. She was in the fork of the road and she made the wrong decision, man. Because yeah. I could have made her night, bro. 
All she needed was a couple of highs, a couple of laughs, a couple of suggestions. Talk to us. Yeah. Yo, you know, I know you, I know you're busy. You see a thousand, a thousand customers. Well, not during this pandemic. You're seeing quite less. I was at that table for an hour and 15 minutes. There's only three and a half hours that, that restaurants are open where they're busy from six to nine, baby. So don't tell me I wasted a whole hour at that table, girl. You would have made a lot. I would have made your night and you missed it. You fucking missed it. That's your fault. Don't blame anyone else, but yourself. If you go home at the end of the night and go fucking pandemic, I only made, I only made 60 bucks this night. Well, guess what? 120 left you that night. Right. 120 left you. You would have had it. It's your fault. Don't blame anyone else but yourself. I'm tired of that shit, Dre. People do fucked up shit and then they blame everybody else for it. It's your fault. Yeah, I mean, my thing was that, like, you could at least, you know, share in a laugh, you know, with with your customers. Bro, you got, hey, man, we all got to fake it to make it, Dre. You fake it and I fake it. I'm in the job. I'm in the business of making people laugh. Yeah. If anyone has to do a little fake chuckle here or there to manipulate shit, it's me. I'm good at it. Right, right. But I know that I'm in the I'm in the job. I have a job where it's called customer service. I'm providing yeah. a service to these yeah. customers. They yeah. pay top dollar to see me and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make them laugh. And you're in the job to serve me food and entertain me for that night, especially during this time. And There's if you're nothing- going to sit there, if you're going to sit there in a blank stare, Dre, you saw her. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. Bro, you know how rude, you know how rude that was, Dre? It's when, rude right now. It's rude right now, me doing it to you. And you know what's worse? What's worse is that you're doing a blank stare behind a fucking mask. A behind a mask. Now it's even worse. You know, I really connect with here is like there's nothing worse for me than encountering somebody that does something similar to what I do and I've worked really hard to get good at and they don't seem to be putting in as much effort as I feel like I put into doing that very thing. And it's like, motherfucker, why don't you, why don't you do this better? You can, I know, I know personally because I've done it myself. Yes. So it feels like to me that like, it was really ringing and, 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 and pissing you off about that was how, hard you've had to work to sometimes smile through when things are tough and yes. like make sure you show people that you're having a good time, even if you're not having a good time on the inside yes. and seeing her not do that for you, pissed you the fuck off. Especially right? because I know who I am and I know who yeah. Dre is and I know who my sister is. We're yeah. very loving people. And when we're in an environment like that, we, we, we exude that. And right. when you don't respond, that's disrespectful. Right. It's yeah. rude. And you, yeah. you need to go home and you need yeah. to find another job yeah. because this job is not for you. <laughs> like when I'm on a, when I'm on a production job and I've got, I, I started PAing 15 years ago, you know what I mean? And now I'm a producer. Right. But like when I was a PA, I worked my fucking ass off and it was hard and I fucking was working for nothing. And I was doing it for, you know, uh, 60 bucks a day sometimes yeah. and just fucking busting ass. So now when I get a job and I see a PA not busting ass, I'm yeah. like, I tell them once, I'm like, turn it up a lot if you want to keep working in this business because there's a million people right behind you. And I'm telling you this from the heart because I mean it because I want to help you. And if they don't turn it around, you're fired. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I, I know. I know. Brian, yeah. I'm vouching for you. I know. I remember you in the clubs. I remember you at JFL. You were always like, like, even if it was a, if, if, if Brian wasn't even the top dude, his 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 aura made you feel like oh this is the top dude in here right now <laughs> like oh, you know yeah, what I mean like such a nice feeling no it's true though like at the improv you there was just this he, you would command respect you'd have the suit on you dress the part you know what I mean and you walked up to people greeted them I remember every time I come to the improv Joe hey man can I get you something to drink do you want to do some time just let me know Joe like it's just yeah yeah. Yo, you can energy, res- attention, excellence. You know what I mean? Yeah, Focus. Man. And, yes. and and you can only succeed. You can only keep moving up. But dude, I'm sorry. I know I'm ranting too much on this, this, this lady, but you know, I and and you know, of course, my sister always plays 
you know, she always, she's probably having, you don't know how she, what she's doing well, tonight I'm also or, ready to table, or what so she's, you know, she might've had a rough day. She might, you know, I well, yeah, yeah. My, hey, Brian, don't walk on my sister's compliment ever again. You hear me? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, no, but you know, my sister was just like, she always finds the good, you know, and, and yeah. just like what you said, Brian, you don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know what's going on at home or whatever, but I do know this. You could have stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> hey let's man, find I, let's, I find do, let's call her up. Nah, man, nah. I'm just, I'm just saying, but what she like, is doing is going to affect other waiters' jobs in the long, long run. And there's right. more people like her. They're the bad ones. They need to go because there are great servers. There really are. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Trey. I'm sorry. It's just like anything else, man. I mean, we all got to get up and and face things and then put our game face on and 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 do what we have to do. Yeah, That's man. Every day, that's life. That's just Every life. Every day. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shit, Serena, Serena Williams played pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hit a tennis ball 110 miles per hour with a human being inside your stomach? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I, I, I remember I, I played two shows in one night in Maui, 100 degrees. I, I mean, I had the my fever was through the roof. I'm vomiting. I got diarrhea. And I still did two shows, man, back to back. That's the kind of shit you wow. do. Damn. And, you know, that, bro, I, I'm just saying, man, we're, we live in a time and and you know what? Sometimes this is what we need. But we need a, a grim reality. We need a wake-up call. And, and watch what happens. Watch what happens. I, I already see it. I see a, a ton of restaurants going to the to the computers. I went to a five-star restaurant the other day, and they had a they had an automatic uh, automated uh, 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 menu. Yeah. yeah, iPad. And I was like, whoa! It had a leather it had a leather cover and everything. It looked beautiful. You could order your food and everything. And I'm like, yo, they're this close. So They're this close. You know, something else that's coming down the pipe is the uh, automated burger flipper and fry drop. Oh, my God. You're and kidding I, me. I've been at Dodger Stadium and at, and at Anaheim Stadium. Yep. It's, it's coming, man. It's coming, you guys. I'm warning you now. Mark your calendars. October 2020. I warned you. And I know you're probably saying, I don't give a fuck about this job. Well, watch what happens when there is no more that job. Yeah. When that job no longer exists, right. you're going to be like, fuck, whatever happened to that job? Motherfucker, you. That's what happened. You. <laughs> you. You. Well, why can't we check out? I'm, a, I'm one of, I, I used to check out people, uh, full shopping carts, seven minutes or less. And I would bag it. What happened? You motherfucker, that's what happened. You, your talent and your service is no longer needed here for two reasons. One, it's cheaper for them to self checkout, and two, customers hate you. <laughs> they don't want you back because you were rude. And every time they needed help, you told them to go to the kiosk. And three, every time the self-checkout lines were open, you divert them and tell them to go there. You never had time for them. And guess what? Now when you need us to be there for you, we don't want to help you. And I'm sorry. I'm glad you can fucking empty out three shopping carts in less than 15 minutes. But unfortunately, I'd rather sit in that kiosk line and do it myself for 45 minutes. Because you, my friend, are a fucking asshole. <laughs> is that a bad rant now i'm not talking to all clerks i'm talking to the ones that are fucking it up for everybody <laughs> and one person in particular <laughs> and one person in particular <laughs> i'll give you my de niro <laughs> you know i'm right trey brian, absolutely right i am absolutely right and you know i'm right brian I, I wasn't there. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about what I'm talking, what I'm talking about right now. You know, I'm right. 
I, I definitely think automation is coming and that it's important to continue to stay connected to your customers and be nice. Hey, man, I don't need all the big words like connection and shit, man. Just, <laughs> like just answer the fucking thing, Brian. Yes, you're right. Yes, I'm 100% <laughs> right. Be good. Be good and good things will happen to you. Yes. It's that easy, Brian. You were good to me. I'm good to you. Dre, Dre, you're always good to me. I'm always good to you. That's how life works. When you do bad shit, bad shit happens. When you hang out with bad people, bad shit happens. When you have a bad attitude, fucking bad things happen. It's up to you, man. You're in charge of your own destiny, your own future, your own dreams. Whatever it is that you want, you fucking drive the car. Whatever it is, wherever you're at, it's because you drove your car there. Don't blame it on anything else. That's all I got, man. I know I didn't want to end on that, but you know what I mean? It, it will come back around. I promise yeah. you. Not everybody likes automation. We will. Yeah. There will be an uprising. Believe me. I will I boycott. Need talk. I need to I, talk. My wife hates it. How much I need to talk. I, need to, I, 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 I can't do the robot. I got to talk to a person. I, I can't. I need to talk. Yeah, and, I need and, to talk. I, and like I said, I will not be. If, if there's a restaurant with full-on animation, I will not go in. Yeah. How's that? But I will say this. Y'all better step up your customer service. Yeah. <laughs> and when you see Joe Coy walk into the fucking restaurant, you better bring your A game. You better say hi. Because <laughs> it can go from zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. I love you guys. Love you too, man. That was a great pod. You guys, I love you. Keep laughing. Keep smiling. And uh, that's the Koi Pond. We're out. Don't fake it. Just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. Yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Good night. Good night. Star Bands Audio, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.